0: You're listening to Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technologically advanced silhouette decoy on the
1: market. First Light, the best hunting gear on the planet. Go farther, stay longer. And Duck Lander calls. Tradition, education, and quality.
0: Built to hunt.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430. This is episode 164.
2: 164! 164.
1: 164. <laughs> hey, th- we've got a great show for you th- this week. Um, I'm not taking away anything from any of the guests we've had ever that come on this show. But I'd be a little bit, I don't know, wrong, I guess, if I didn't say... We have some waterfowl royalty with us this week, and 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 I don't want to I don't want to overshadow Lori Ann, but Lori Ann is here too, and she's pretty, <laughs> but she's pretty. <laughs> You're
0: talking about her,
3: <laughs>
1: and Lori Ann's pretty fucking awesome They're too. Not. Don't get, but don't get me wrong. <laughs> but Brian and Trevor are here, who are half of the crew that went down and done a hunt. With Tony Vandemore (laughs) and Habitat Flats We're Not Worthy, Wayne's World, the whole bit. And the killer about this, and I'm going to hear about it, trust me, is that Billy went with him on this trip, and he's at a doctor's appointment right now with his son, and he's not able to talk about this. So I know I'm going to fucking hear about it, that he didn't get to come on the show and talk about his trip down, down to Missouri. So... um. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Trevor Davidson and Brian Rushton with us, who were half of that crew that went down the Habitat Flats. And, and, last but not least, we have the beautiful Ann Horst, who is the owner, founder of Canadian Sportswoman Society. And Laurieann had just joined Dave and I last weekend for our, I guess, our first, because we've done a co-ed before, but our first ladies hunt so Lorianne's come on and and i'm sort of kind of putting the pressure on her to tell me about what she thought about um the ladies camp and and then uh and she's on and she's on camera so she can't really talk shit about it well i suppose she could but it, it wouldn't it wouldn't go over. you must not know Lori Ann. <laughs> yeah so anyways everybody we've got a great show so like i said i don't want to take anything away from any of the guests we've ever had but um for anybody that's been following the, the union since we've started, um, we love to surround ourselves with our friends, and our friends are who um, we have some of our best shows with, our some of our best laughs. So, uh, so here we go. Um, before we get, get get into it, though, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the bell and subscribe. And if you're listening, um, please subscribe to the podcast as well. If you're driving just make a reminder or something phones can do funky things now make a reminder to to subscribe once you're done (laughs) driving or something like that but we really we really appreciate seeing the numbers climb and uh so i'll leave that at that um brian trevor lorianne thanks so much for coming on this this was a very long-winded intro um to get into it but thank you so much for for coming on and i know short notice that all three of you are just getting off work and rushing home to to uh come and hang out with me so uh, i really do appreciate it
2: absolutely buddy
1: yeah thanks for having us so i'm gonna start this off because i've got to light a cigar and and so i'm gonna i'm gonna hand it over to brian first because I want so this is the way it's gonna go. We're gonna talk about this trip down the habitat flats. And for anybody that that didn't know, um, about a month ago, I guess, a Brian, or maybe two months ago, a month and a half yeah. ago, they a had put up yeah, they had put up contest up on Instagram saying, Hey, tag some friends. Um, we're gonna pick a, a winner to come down and have a hunt with us. And lo and behold, it's it's that fucking beast right there. Um <laughs> brian rushton and and his and his best friend and then he grabbed trevor and and philly and brought him down so i'm gonna let you so brian right from the time you found out that you won until you know what whenever um just just walk us through how that all how that all went down buddy so so it was
3: the typical uh Everybody tags you on stuff on Instagram, and you always just are like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'll give her a shot. Shot nothing of it. So I went out, uh, it was early season goose, so I went out with my best friend, Foster that came with me on his birthday one morning, Saturday morning, and we got our two-man limited geese, and he shot a band on his birthday. So he was all excited, and we went back to his place and had some breakfast and uh, cleaned up some birds. And I was like, well, I'll go scout, see if I can find something for Sunday. So I was out in one of my fields, checking it out, and I get a text from Mitch Davis. Mitch Davis, He's like, oh, congrats. I said, on what, shooting some birds? He's like, no, you won the hunt. And I was like, okay, what hunt are we talking about? He's like, with Tony. I'm like, who the fuck's Tony? Yeah, Tony who? Like, he sent me the link, and I'm like, oh, the Tony. Yeah. <laughs> so i watched the video about 38 times to make sure that it was real and then uh, i called my buddy foster and uh he wouldn't answer the phone of course because he never answers the phone so i texted him 9 one he called me right away and he said what's up are you okay and i said yeah i just wanted to wish you a happy birthday again he's like really that was a 9 one i said well i got you a cool birthday present too he said, What's that? And I said, Oh, I uh I got you a free trip to Habitat Flat. And he's like, Oh come again? I was like, I won the giveaway and you're coming with me. So
1: that's, that's how that all happened. That's pretty and amazing. Then,
3: so my by that time my phone was blowing up. Anybody oh, that knew me was testing me. Yeah. And then uh I got in touch with Philly. Because I needed a photographer for the trip, of course.
0: Of course, of course. And,
3: uh, and then this knucklehead right here, because he told me that he wanted to hang out with me more. So I figured, hey, what's five days of stuck in a truck together?
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's that's gonna test any friendship right there. But you know, if, if you're curious, I get here's here's what I took from that whole spiel you just did. If you're curious on if your best friend is actually your best friend, let him win a trip to fucking Habitat Flats. And if he invites you, then yes, you are best friends. But yeah. if he doesn't, no, no, that was that was just all lip service. That's all that is. That's all that is. There was never, there was never even anything that else that I thought of. As soon as I won, I was
3: like, that motherfucker's coming with me.
1: That's awesome, buddy. That's awesome. so Trev. Um. You know, Brian. Brian finds out about it. He reaches out to Philly. He's got Philly. He's got Foster, um, and then he reaches out to you. And I'm guessing um, <laughs> you guys go right into fucking overdrive and planning now, right? Because you've yeah. got to figure out money wise how you're getting down there, how much is going to cost, how long passports,
0: is going to... everything.
1: Oh, oh yeah, you're. 18. We went
0: in not knowing we were going to the states, right? Right. And uh, so. Me and Lorianne, this is kind of cool that Lorianne's on the show at the same time. Yeah. We were in Long Point doing the blind, uh, brush in day. So you go volunteer, you get fed lunch. Right. I go home, get showered, and I'm on my way back. Yeah, Ryan calls me or messes me. He's like, uh, call me right now. I'm like, okay, something's up. He's like, you know, uh, you got a little bit of money laying aside? I'm like, are you in jail? Like, like what happened? <laughs> right? Like I didn't know like the context the away. Really, and then he said it. He's like, do you want to go to Habitat Flats? And I just kind of went into autopilot. Yeah. I drove 30 minutes in the wrong direction talking to Brian about what Did you really we're like, oh yeah, wrong direction completely.
1: That's just awesome. talking
0: to Brian about like, you know, can we do it? It'd be an awesome trip. Yada yada. And then yeah, fast forward six weeks. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: There you go, Tony. I know uh I know you listen to the show. So um, no, not really. He doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> um hopefully he does (laughs) hopefully he does but don't yeah he might now um but there you go like if if you're wondering if if you are indeed a big deal up in Canada there you go he just drove 30 minutes in the wrong direction just because he had the opportunity to come down and with you no that that's awesome so so 30 minutes in the wrong direction talking to Brian um out you know obviously at some point um you came around and you're like oh fuck i went the wrong direction i got to turn around and stuff but the whole i don't think um there's a lot of people and and it's not that they don't know or or to insult their intelligence it's just they've never had the opportunity or the need to to cross over the border with firearms but so the yeah. AT, so the atf forms and stuff which i've done mine and and i think i had mine back in in less than a week um from the time I submitted it I had everything done properly and and the way they wanted it I had it back in less than a week but um you know talk us through that process of you know ensuring you've got everything everything squared away so that when you do in fact get to the border you're not going to get turned around
0: Yeah so basically you uh they want to know everything right it's a form 6e i want to say um, but they want to know everything about you, so address, pal, all that. You write it all down. Uh, they want to know the location where your firearm was built. So if it's in Italy, it's the Italian address. Yeah. If you know what I mean, yeah, that's how you have to do it all. They yeah. want to know exactly how many shells and the address of the shell manufacturer, it's all yeah. written down. Yeah. So long as you just give them the information they want, it's pretty quick. Like for us, it took I want to say three weeks. Yeah, Because me and yeah. Brian got yeah. it within a day, right? So, <clears throat> yeah, it took about three weeks. And at the border, just have everything ready, right? Have the guns at the back of the truck. Have the ammo at the back of the truck. Because if they yeah. want to check, you might as well make it easy on yourself, right? Yeah. And then uh, they, we were, they were really quick about it. We crossed in probably less than 10 minutes. And oh. then on the way back, it took uh, maybe, yeah, about the same, 10, 15 yeah. minutes. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Oh.
1: Lorianne, I, I, don't, I don't want to, you know, to have you on and you're just sitting there listening to these asshats talk about <laughs> the, dream, the hunt of a lifetime or anything like that. But um, and, before, and before I go any further, for those of you that are watching, yes, indeed, I did try to get Brian to remove his fucking shirt and put something else on, <laughs> but he wouldn't do it. So now here I am <laughs> stuck looking at that fucking thing, but man, this anyways, is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, welcome to my show, assholes. <laughs> what? No, seriously. Oh, I'm just, I, I joke. I joke. Um, no, but seriously, Lorianne, Um, you know, I br- I brought you on because I wanted to go to bounce back and forth between you guys because, you know. We've talked about it so many times that this is such a small community, this this whole, especially yeah. in, in Ontario, right? Like, it's a small community in, in oh, North America absolutely. as it is. But then in Ontario, it's an even smaller group of people, and we're all connected. Like, we've all hunted together. We all yeah. have partied together and, and done uh, fundraising dinners together and, and the whole bit. Um, so I thought it was, it was really cool that you were able to come on and, and join in because, you know, Brian and Trevor and you've got history with them, but I wanted to, I wanted to touch, I wanted to touch on the fact that, you know, Dave and I, we, we had, we had pulled this, this, um, ladies hunt together and, and you, you had been at us <laughs> for a couple of years to do it and, and we've, we've sort of had a little bit of reservations and. And didn't really want to get into it, um, for no other reason than we just I don't know, I, I, I guess it's just some just being uh, unfamiliar, um, and, and you're always a little bit nervous about things that you're unfamiliar with, right? But in my opinion, um, we didn't have the number of girls that we wanted. We would like to have had a few more few more girls, but I understand the apprehension. But I would like to think. And, and trust me when I say this, you have free open forum to say whatever you want here. But I think that the weekend went well. And, you know, and I'm just your from your perspective and then you talking to the ladies and, and hearing what they had to say. You know, what was your thought and, and the girls thoughts of the weekend?
2: Honestly, I was just so glad that I could just be a participant
1: mm.
2: instead of like uh, an organizer for once. <laughs> I just I love not yeah, <laughs> I love you know being like, I need an adult. I am an adult. I'm <laughs> an adult, you're adult. Like I I loved that I was just going with the flow with everyone else. I did like that. Um we had a blast. I do like that you guys, you know, broke us up into a couple of groups. And you were like, okay, these are your, this is your guide. This is your guide. You guys are going to meet up, discuss what time you're meeting up and where, and away you go. And it was awesome. And I would say, um, for the most part, I would hope, as far as I know, everyone had such a great time. Uh, I bunked with Utah. There was a girl from Utah who come up.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, no big deal. Over. We were international on this one. We brought in a girl all the way from Utah for this one. So no big deal. Just saying.
2: Yeah, not no big deal. I broke in the yank. It was fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which is I made funny. A little it, Which is funny because you guys were calling her a Yank and a a Yankee and all this stuff. And I looked at her at one point and I'm like, Why do they keep calling you a Yankee? You're from Utah. You're not from fucking New York or or like <laughs> Or Boston or anything like that. She was like, "Yeah, I don't know." She said, "I've got so many names this week." And there's Utah Miss America uh, America America Uh, yeah uh, there's so many. And at one point, I called out to her and I called her Emma. And she turned and she snapped. She was like, "You're the only person that's called me by my name this entire weekend." Yeah, we
2: called her Yankee Doodle Dandy. We called her all kinds of things. someone was calling her oklahoma for the oh <laughs> i'm just like no it's utah i'm pretty sure it's utah
1: yeah, yeah. Well, our our geography isn't the best but yeah we, but we our do know that get
2: checked for free. it's okay
1: yeah <laughs> but no like it it was a it was a good group of girls um and and a group of girls to fucking hold their own because i know the yeah. first night I know the first night Dave and I were like, fuck this. We're going to bed because we know we got to get up in the morning. And we got to, you know, hunt and stuff. You girls yeah. said like it, you girls were up late drinking. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, we had a nap. We had a nap before the hunt. That's all you need.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I know I know some people weren't weren't feeling the best the next morning. and yeah. and, if, to give- and and we'll see if she listens to the show. Because if she listens to I hope to she himself, does. I'm going
2: to call her out right now. Nicole Vatchel.
1: Yeah. Oh, Nicole Vatchel. What, what a fucking oh buddy she was she was hurting the next <laughs> She
2: was in her own version of Hangman. She was napping in the bench seat of the van the whole ride to <sighs> the gas station in the morning and about 10 minutes away maybe 9 minutes away from where we had to meet she's like uh, do, you have a, do you have a bag or something? I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> and I look at the time. I'm like, you have to hold it for 10 minutes. Six. You hold not
1: to the station yet.
2: Emily Pichet had the windows down, giving her fresh air, and then she passed <laughs> out. She snuggled in a blankie in the back seat, and she passed out, and I was like, okay, well, I guess we have some time now.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, the best was you had sent me the video because we, obviously we were set, we were in two different groups. Um, yeah. You had sent me the video, and I had to look at Jamie, and I was like, who the fuck is this? And she was like, that's Bachel." I was like, holy, <laughs> like she was on the bench seat in Laurieann's minivan, like covered up, like just just two eyeballs showing, that was it. And she was, oh yeah, she was, she yeah. was, uh, she she was slept hurt.
2: She left out in the field that day, <clears throat> like we're setting up, and all you see is a camel log. She just
1: <laughs> Just
2: but, laying down in the field.
1: No, but so in all seriousness, though, you know, yeah. we brought in we brought in this group of girls, a bunch of killers. Um, and and I can honestly say a group of killers. Um, there was one girl that a uh, Tara that that didn't get the didn't get to shoot. She had some gun problems and and stuff uh, throughout the week, and so she didn't get on the birds as much as she had wanted to. Mm-hmm. But you know, a a bunch of killers um because we we dropped birds like I didn't shoot um yeah, you know what i mean and and you girls uh piled up birds, i think uh I think I counted i think we had seventy five birds down for the weekend, yeah, um considering Saturday we had sixty six sixty to seventy kilometer hour winds, so yeah. the birds yeah, they wanted down, yeah, that was they wanted in, but they just the wind was yeah. just totally fucking with them right so um
2: yeah the, the one field that we went to that the windy day that all the birds had been gathering there for like the last few days were like yes you know there's like 5 or 600 birds in the field we're like this going to be awesome yeah so the one um guide he had some co-workers because there were so many birds he's like you know come hang out with us and help us get these birds it was so windy; the birds wanted to come. We probably saw close to, you know, a thousand birds, but they would start to come down, and the wind would take them, and they were just, just yeah. constantly trying to, in, trying to come in and gone. So
1: it that's, was really. Uh, that's uh, I like I like how you you threw out that number of of say a thousand birds, which you know for us when we're that's sitting a in ton a ton of birds. That's a ton of yeah. birds. Now yeah. let now let's segue over to to Brian and Trevor, and let's talk about how many birds was in the flooded <laughs> corn that you guys seen on Saturday morning in fucking Habitat Flats. Because I'm guessing you so, probably had over 200,000 birds in there.
3: So our, <laughs> our guide said conservatively that there was 25,000 ducks in there the night
1: before the hunt. 25,000 ducks. 25,000. That's all the in, ducks in, that in Ontario. <laughs> yeah. In that field. Yeah. It's
0: probably... Uh... I don't know. It's tough to say. Probably about a sixty acre field, and when the, we were driving in, I didn't get any good footage of it. I think Brian got a little bit. the The birds picked up off the roost, yeah, and they damn near blotted out the sun or like the moon. You know what I mean? Like it was. Wow. All you could hear is uh, wings whistling, and we have a running side by side that we're sitting in, and you can hear the birds flying around like it was unreal.
1: That's, in, that's insane, eh? Oh
0: yeah, I need a better camera. That was that was insane
1: it did, you know but i i think the thing that that people need to know and that people may not know listen i'm not taking away anything from the amazing flyway that that habitat yeah. flats is in yeah but if you follow tony vandemore on social media there is a ton of work put in yeah. to well, getting yeah. to getting the birds and and yeah. trevor uh before we hit record before brian come on we had sort of kind of talked about you know how big of an operation that is and you were telling us and and if you could just repeat it so that people can get an idea of just how professional an operation this is um yeah to give them an idea
0: so even on the way in like they move a lot of water right so they're putting water to feed all the time and there's these little levees That surround every field right a lot of it's for flood control for the area but they move that water within habitat flats that you can have your flooded corn and it brings the food up and makes it easier for the birds and they'll cut a sloth out the middle but there's still i would say half the crop is just standing throughout the year it's unreal and if you watch him in the summertime he's always working right he's planting
1: these you had said though um you know leaving the lodge jump aboard a truck, show up, get dropped off in the truck, then you're in a side-by-side, you know, travel yeah. to the blind, uh, slay loads of brand-new decoys, some punks yeah. are going. Yeah,
0: yeah. so to, yeah, to touch on that, um, you'd be rolling in, you'd see these huge generator systems on trailers. Just Depending on the setup of the blind itself, it would uh, change it. But, yeah, there was a huge uh, whacker generator on a trailer that just was running all night long. And that's pumping the water out of the uh, pit blind, right? Yeah. And making yeah. sure that the water level in the field stays where it should be. And then okay. after that, you you walk out and there's, yeah, there's huge jet sleds just crammed full of brand new decoys. You get there, on the you sit down. Sometimes. Yeah, well, we ran ours over the first day. Not bad, though. It was all right. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it's something to see. And it's hard to explain, right? Because I'm still in awe just by all of it, like. Right. For me, it's always been about the birds and uh I've seen a two lifetimes worth in the last weekend
1: so it's the, unbelievable so everybody that's listening I know they're all wondering so I'm gonna ask on their behalf Brian, I'm assuming you didn't pay for a fucking drink the whole trip you better not have paid for a drink the whole trip were <laughs> included buddy Why? I said the drinks were
3: included in the package.
1: Well, okay, so getting there and Jesus, tell me they done something for you. They had to. They had to have done something for you. Like this is a once in a lifetime fucking opportunity to go down there, right? Tell me the boys were. uh, Actually, I'm not gonna go where I was just thinking about going, but. Power through it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. There had to be some benefits here thrown back to you. And you can let, and the audience can let your imagination run wild on that one. All
3: <laughs> Not really. Like, uh, I don't know. They offered to help me with stuff. And I said, no, this isn't part of it. This is, this is what it is. Right. And as far as once you're down there, like there's no special treatment for anybody. Everybody was treated like exceptionally same, well yeah
0: it's
3: it's pretty i don't know it's it's still hard to describe how everything is down there once you're there you're like a family right these guides come in every day and eat with you and everybody just kind of hangs out at the lodge when they're not working of course of course yeah <laughs>
1: um even me... uh
3: one of the one of the highlights for me of the trip was uh anybody that follows tony knows that his daughter is a big part of hunting so on Saturday morning she came out for open or no Friday morning she came out for opener. And uh when they were done she was chomping at the bit and Tony's like, Oh, I gotta go. Viv wants to go shoot a big buck today. Because he a rifle. So nine years old, she they headed to the deer blind and then we got the call at dinner time, big buck down. So everybody at the lodge was bugging, I got a picture of it. So this is what happens in Missouri when a nine-year-old goes out and shoots her first buck? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy.
1: Shot a hundred
3: and fifty-inch buck like it was nothing. Yeah.
1: And that's so kind
0: the of ball, cool. Like you tra- like, telling a story perfectly, like, uh that. Oh yeah. That word kid, for this. word. Oh shit! That was awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, Loriann. You know, this, to switch back to you now and and talk about this ladies' hunt and and Brian, it was a nice little segue in it what Brian done there. You know, talking about Vivian and and Vivian, which is Tony's daughter. You know, she she's awarded a, a an opportunity that most people don't get, right? Like she's got she's got all this opportunity to go, and she's she's totally grasped it and and took it took it by the horns, right? Um, but we're seeing. I I got to tread lightly here because I I I this is my opinion and yeah. and and you can take it for what it's worth but I know there are a lot of ladies out there that are getting in the hunting I know there are because I see them on my social media and I know there's a ton of girls out there that's doing it the difference is is and and this is me saying it because I think people, I, I think there's going to be a lot of females that's going to disagree with me on this. But um, in my opinion, the ladies aren't willing to turn over the money to come do a hunt like what the guys are. Now, and, and that's just my opinion. But at the same time, um, <laughs> I'm to <laughs> the fuck's sake. We got a chat <laughs> option here, and Brian's putting some fuck bullshit on there. Um, <laughs> and but, anyways, you know, um, but like Emily uh, Peach and I- and and you and and these other girls had said, listen, this was we didn't get the numbers out this year, um, because there was some, you know, there was some apprehension, right? And 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 you guys, because Dave and I had talked about them. we were like, you know, do we do this again next year? Um, and and we were like. Well, we'll see how this weekend goes, and and let's see, and then we'll make a a call after that. But then talking to you girls during the weekend, I think our weekend just wasn't a, a good representation of the amount of ladies that wanted to come in. Maybe it was bad timing, uh. You know, I fuck, I I don't know. I don't know what the reason is, but um,
2: I do understand what you're saying about. I also have to tread carefully. Yeah,
1: yeah. About like, I don't, them, you don't want to sound like an as asshole free
2: with their. Yeah, they're not as being as free with their purse strings necessarily as a guy would. Right. Uh been my experience of that is because. <laughs> I know. For the most We're part, Who looks? Who <laughs> well? No, who looks after the kids? <laughs> if they have kids, who looks after the kids? Yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah. There are some, some, and some guys are hands-on parents, and you know. Chip my hat to those guys but not everybody is like that
1: no you're right Right.
2: or you know some people some ladies yeah they just don't have that excess funds this year especially coming in because the interest rates went up so much and the cost of living has like doubled almost so you know unfortunately something does have to give and it's been my experience that it yeah
1: No, it is a good point because, because the ladies of the relationship nine times out of 10 are the more responsible, more frugal, um, manage the money, make sure that, you know, we're not taking the last, (laughs) not take the last 20 bucks to buy a box of shells. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So, so I, I, I get that. Um, I just, and, and I had said it to you. Uh, a number of times throughout the weekend that i just wish that it was just you know 20 girls i just wish it was 20 girls and and just go out and just fucking shoot a pile of birds have a pile of pictures no no girls no girls with their ass hanging out um you know doing it getting pictures for all the run like just a bunch of killers going out getting their birds eating good food, having a drink and having a good time. Yeah. Right. Like that, that was, that yeah. was our goal. That was our goal. Um, And yeah. I think we got the goal. We just didn't get the number of girls. Right. And I think, I think yes. next year, I think we've set a bar and, and I think next year and David mentioned um, what's today, today is Thursday. So I think Dave told me on Tuesday um, that he had, he, he said that there's been, uh, two or three girls that had mentioned hey listen uh fuck i wish i would have come i wish i would have you know jumped on board with this and, and the whole yeah. bit right so hopefully next year we get some we get some bigger numbers and and i know emma emma slash utah slash miss america slash merica um i know <laughs> i know she's coming back up next year she said and she had a blast um yeah. which which goes to show just how great you girls were to her because you welcomed her in. You had a care package for her with ketchup chips and all the all the goodies from Canada and stuff like <laughs> yes. that. She but I gotta say she did not look like she enjoyed those fucking ketchup chips at all. Hey, listen,
2: it took her <laughs> I told her she has to at least have three chips. To cleanse her palate and get a full taste for them. And then I also had to warn her about making sure you open your mouth wide enough where you get the ketchup, the ketchup cuts yeah. on your mouth. And she's like, what? I'm yeah. like, yeah, just, just trust the process. Just do it. And then by the end of the day, she enjoyed herself.
1: I, I t- trust the, the process. Things, of all the things I heard her say over the weekend, this was the best one. <laughs> what is the fascination with dill pickle in Canada? She was like, I have never seen so much dill pickle flavoring anywhere other than in Canada. She was like, it's crazy. What's the fascination? I was like, I don't know. We yeah. like dill pickle, I guess. That's, that's our jam. <laughs> um, no, it,
2: honestly, it was a great time. Um, most of the ladies that I talked to, you know, in between hunts, before hunts, even after hunts, everyone had a great time. Uh, the guys that you had um, helping out were great. Everyone was patient. Everyone was kind. Everybody was like a team player, yeah. which I would say is rare to have that group of women plus strangers get yeah. along so well yeah. and mesh so well. And like, you know, people were able to joke openly and freely and nobody took offense. I may or may not have asked a gentleman if he blushes easy yeah, <laughs> so yeah. did. I was like, "Excellent, That, poor, that me. poor
1: bastard. Um, no, but I tell you what. Uh, another thing. Um, and this is a feather in the hat of the ladies. How professional they were because, um, Saturday morning, there were a lot of birds in both fields that that could have been shot had the wind been a little bit lighter. Um. Mm-hmm. And I never heard, and obviously they probably weren't going to complain to me, but I never heard anybody complaining about the fact that, well, you should have set up the decoys like this. You should have done this. Which, if it was a bunch of dudes, guaranteed that's the way it would have Uh, been. There would have been been fucking ten guys going, well, you should have went this (laughs) way, and you should have done this, and you shouldn't have been calling here. and Right? There would have been a million different excuses or, or reasons why the birds didn't work. As for the girls, but, they were just like, oh, well, it, you know, it's called hunting for a reason. It's not called shooting. killing.
2: So, yeah, yeah, legit. And we're all understanding of the fact that you can't predict birds. You can't predict the weather. You can't predict what they landed over here today. And now they're landing, you know, 100 yards behind us or, or you know, whatever. All yeah. you can do is play the hand that you're dealt that day and that morning. And there was nothing anybody could do with that wind that day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Brian, um, Trevor told me before we hit the record button, but I want to hear from you, and and maybe you can let us know what Foster and Philly, how Foster and Philly done as well. But, um, mixed bag. Any birds that you shot down there that you that you got off your list that you've never ever shot before off in Ontario? Brian, are you sleeping? Um,
3: Oh well, my neck's a little laggy, I think.
1: Hold on, buddy. I can't hear uh, you. Yeah. No, That's no, bag. Uh, opening morning. Now, buddy, you're all. I'm going to kick. Hey, Brian, I'm going to kick you. Come back on. That was off my list. I'm going to kick you. out. Come back on. Because you're, or maybe you're better now. Oh, he gone. Um, Trev, Trev, tell me about your mixed bag, buddy, first morning.
0: Yeah, so first morning, we kind of uh we didn't want to shoot teal, right? We knew that there was gonna be essentially an unlimited amount of teal kicking by, and there was. It, it was it was insane. So the guy would tell us, you know, green wings coming in. Not one of us would pop up to shoot them. Like we said, like, no, we're we're shooting big ducks, like we're not yeah. doing this. So then uh in total, this was not a very long hunt, it was only about an hour, like, and that was with us just hanging out in the morning time. Um, I got a spoonbill, I got a pintail, I got a widgeon, a mallard, a godwall, and one teal. That's like, a mixed bag. A went, mixed yeah. bag. Yeah, that's a and mixed I, did bag. Po- I did. I did post a video Foster took of me whacking that teal. that You can only shoot one teal there. So it's okay. very—it's actually pretty challenging to hit your limit because you can only hit four mallards, two of which can be hens. So you really got to start picking your birds properly. Oh wow! Uh, three wood ducks, gadwall—you could shoot a whole limit of—and um, spoonbill—it was a free for all, right? And teal, you're good to go. But we, like I said, we were really trying to avoid shooting those. I There's anything wrong with them, but we want to shoot other ducks, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. And at no point did we were we concerned about shooting those. Like it was you just had to pick them out in the sky, right? That's all it was. Really, eh? Yeah.
1: That's it. That's impressive. I hope Ryan comes back on, but he might be having some technical difficulties. Um oh, I'm sure he'll get back. That's uh so Trevor, are you like do you have that list? Like I've got it, what's it called? The ultimate waterfowlers challenge the official north american waterfowl species list like do you are you are you like crossing them off yeah
0: i don't have it near me right now but uh i crossed two off on this trip
1: okay and that was your pintail and And the shoveler and and the spoonie yeah yeah Yeah. so and and for anybody that's listening from california and i know they're the you guys get them by the hundreds down there and nobody shoots spoonies and 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 the whole bit but for us it really is hollywood right like that it is hollywood for us so um yeah so don't don't be hating on trev for being excited about getting a spoon (laughs) because i'd be pretty excited if i shot a spoon bill too
0: yeah you just you just don't see him here right it's just the fly right that's right
1: laurianne um yeah no so with regards to oh he's back He's back. He's back. Well, now we got to go through the 10 minutes of him figuring out his audio again.
2: Maybe he changed his shirt for you.
1: I doubt it. Probably not. Because he he knows it drives me bananas. So he's going to fucking wear it anyways.
2: I should have put mine on.
1: I know. I'm surprised. And then Trevor and then Trevor's there. And at least Trevor's wearing a Punisher t-shirt. I had to represent for you, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I tell you what was cool though, um, was Emily Peace showing up with one of the original Punisher tank tops for the ladies yeah. from way back in the day. That was yeah. fucking cool. Hey, how are you now, Brian? Here you go. Not great. <laughs> He's Not like, great. peace out. Peace out. Peace out. No, Sweet um, nerds. all in all. You know, it it was for me, I got to sit back and take and and watch from the sidelines two great events, right? So I was part of the ladies' hunt, but it was it was my event and mine and Dave's, so I, I was stood back watching that at the same time stood back watching brian and trev and and philly and foster go down to missouri and and do that hunt and i gotta say it was pretty it was pretty amazing to sit back and and just watch regardless of what your thoughts are and regardless of you know the the money that it costs in order to do this right so it costs money to come hunt with dave and i it costs yep. money to go down to Missouri with Tony and and Habitat Flats. Regardless yep. of the money, it was pretty awesome to sit back and watch the love of hunting um, yep. on full display. And that's and that's only, you know, two. That's only two groups, right? That that's a group of girls yep. and then a group of friends that went down. Brian's back. I'm gonna kill oh, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, now your sound is awesome, buddy. Oh, it gonna, sounds perfect. I'm going to remove that other thing that's up there, Brian. So, Brian, tell me about your mixed bag, buddy.
3: So, opening day, which was the Saturday that we were down there, was opening day in Missouri. We ended up shooting seven different species of ducks, um, none of which were first for me, I don't think, other than, like, some of them I would never shot drakes before, so there was okay. that um but yeah i don't know it was just i don't it was cool seeing that many different species of ducks in a hunt
1: well and i would think brian like i know you had said like it wasn't the first for you on some of the species but then i don't like that i know trevor hit a couple species new Mm -hmm. ones but like for foster and phil did they hit anything that was new to them
3: i don't think so what about no. your
1: pin what about your penny trev was that like full sprig or was it just oh no it is
0: the most juvenile thing i've ever seen that is so you not know what the point got, did,
1: did you bring it back with you
0: yeah plucked and gutted yeah
1: oh no 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 i would i would have left <laughs> that thing as is and then hit lake ontario and shot an old squaw and plucked the tail off but it right oh yeah, that yeah, painting. yeah! it's piece oh, it together. Yeah. I
0: got an old squad mount. I could probably pluck it up But
1: yeah, that's what I would have. That's what I would have <laughs> yeah. fucking done. No <laughs> doubt. Um, Juvenile sprig. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Brian. Too. Sorry. Um, yeah. So Phil Foster, they didn't knock anything special off their list.
3: Uh, not that I'm aware of, other than Phil shot a sprig, widgeon, or not a sprig, uh, like a stud Widgeon. So he's getting that yeah. mounted.
1: Okay,
0: I don't know if how if I can share that photo or not, but it is a
1: beauty. Oh, I'm sure absolute well, beauty. Well, I haven't seen it, so that tells me that there's a picture of that bird that that's, that's about it.
3: to be posted. That,
1: yeah, yeah, and that Phil's got on his uh, on his editing software yeah. Yeah. that he's that he's gonna make sure it looks the best yep. that it can. It's look. his
0: bird, that's why I haven't posted yeah. it. Yeah, yeah.
1: so yeah. I, I'm knowing Philly, I would think he's, he's got, he's got probably 50,000 pictures of it and he's got to scroll through all of them and get it through uh, Adobe and, and get it and find it, uh, find all the adjustments and everything before he makes that post. But um, it, it, I don't know, man, like I said, Brian, while you were waiting to get back on, it was pretty special for, for me and, and Dave and, and we had, we had started to chat with you guys while you were down there. Um, it mm-hmm. was pretty special for us to sit back and watch and, and listen to Lori Ann and all the girls and they were doing their posting and then watch you guys with your posting and, and, you know, showing lodge life down there and the whole bit, it was two totally different dynamics, right? Like here we are yeah. um, up in Renfrew County in the Ottawa Valley um, in a hotel with a but a conference room, Loriann, and and listen, don't get me wrong, it was great, it, it was comfortable, it was great and stuff. But then at the other on the other side of the spectrum, we're looking at you guys down at a lodge, and Trevor sending <laughs> pictures of breakfast with his, you know, biscuits and gravy and and the whole oh, it was bit. greasy. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, but again, the love, this passion of of hunting birds. Like, I don't, I I feel sorry for people that don't understand what it is, yeah. and and it's not about the killing. Like, listen, it's, it's, the, the, it is it, at at the. That's part of the, it for sure. At the bare but, bones of it, yeah. we are we're killing, yeah, we're we're killing one of God's creations. But that's not like, I get no, I don't get off on killing things. Do you know what I mean? Like I get, it's such a weird thing to try and describe to somebody that, that doesn't know, that doesn't know what it's like to, to watch the sun come up and watch 25,000 ducks blot out the sun Mm. for somebody that's never, ever hunted. They have no idea what it's like to leave Utah, come into Canada get picked up by a dude that you've only met online just <laughs> by chatting because they both were uh, so so eugene, eugene went and picked emma up at the airport like both of them work for traeger grills oh, okay. um, but they've only ever chatted online so like they yeah. they didn't know one another so she flew in he went down and picked her up at the airport in ottawa and brought her up and then she had to hang out with all of us where she never met any of us other than a group chat. And there was some stuff talked about in that group chat that I was like, <laughs> if she's still coming after this group chat, then th- she, she's she's cool because there was some stuff going on on that group chat that I was like, man, um, it makes me blush. So, um, you know, it's just, it's for anybody that doesn't hunt, i don't i don't know if they will ever understand just how special these trips are i really don't think that they will
3: so my wife doesn't get it so when i won this trip she's like she's like i don't understand what it is like what it's just the hunting lodge it's just that so i said let me break it down to you in terms that you will understand i said this is the equivalent of you getting invited to go to Hogwarts Castle to do magic spells with Harry fucking Potter. Yeah, that's yeah. what that trip was for me.
1: Yeah, that's, for me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and and yeah, I could fucking get that.
3: It's like a thing of myth, and then it actually happens.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Like, listen. I'm not going to pretend to be fucking Tony Vandemore or Habitat Flats in in what Dave and I put together. We put together, I think, a a great weekend, and we have a lot of fun, and and people get to shoot birds. But listen, the amount of people that are hunting ducks and geese in North America that get a chance to go sit in that lodge, buddy, it, it is a fraction of mm-hmm. of of the total number of duck hunters in North America. So for you guys to get to and and to win it is even more impressive.
0: Mm-hmm. and to be duck opener is even more impressive. Yeah. Like it, it's yeah, just which
1: i didn't I didn't know when you first won that that it was yeah. the actual duck opener, which I think it's a two-
0: year wait list just to slide into one of those spots. Is that right? And that's if you are paying full amount, like it's very fortunate very fortunate and i thank tony for the opportunity and brian like it's just yeah freaking awesome right um
1: guys guys, um like i said before we hit the record button i've got uh i've got another meeting that i've got to do um so we're gonna we're gonna start tidying this up um Ann, you know i know we spent a lot of the time talking about the trip down to down the habitat flats and and
2: all good it was awesome no, to but hear i it.
1: wanted to i wanted to give you because you and i had spent a lot of time chatting over the weekend and even this week we've we've spent a lot of time going back and forth and and i got to tell you that i am extremely proud of you and i'm extremely proud of what you've done with the canadian sportswoman society and i've told you yes. and i know you've brought it up to me um but i've told you A number of times and and i sincerely mean it at some point someone is going to present you with an opportunity and you have to take it and that means you're going to end up leaving smucks like me behind but trust me (laughs) but trust me i am not going to be upset i'll be the first one i'll be the first one clapping and applauding you and and happy for you that you're succeeding um i think you're doing absolutely amazing i still don't understand the fascination with squirrels but you know what that (laughs) that, that, that's your thing you and steve fucking love them so um but no seriously i'm extremely proud of what you've done and and i know it hasn't been easy because you've had a, a ton of barriers and a ton of people throw shade at you and and you've just you've always been the consummate uh, professional, held your head high, and, and just kept on doing what you're doing, and, and it shows, because I think everybody that threw shade on you, well, they're gone the way the dodo bird, and, and you're still here, and, and that's a testament yeah. to, to your resilience.
2: I really appreciate that. Um, I couldn't, obviously, I didn't get here by myself. I had a lot of people helping and course, supporting me throughout the way, including you guys, and I just, yeah, like, Thank you. It's very humbling. Um yeah, I
1: appreciate your kind of words. That, that's that's awesome. I shut her up. She's got nothing to say. That's awesome.
2: Telling nice things and I don't know what to do.
1: No, that's that's wicked. Um Trev, Buddy, um I'm extremely happy for you that you got to take part in this and and witness it. Um I know you've never been out west and this is no. this is pretty it's still not saskatchewan but i tell you it, it's a very fucking close second i can i can tell you that um well
0: I mean, we've already been in talks about the next trip so we'll oh, see what happens next
1: don't you worry buddy we we're gonna gear something up for for next fall yes. uh we've got a plan uh or i have an idea i i should say <laughs> um brian buddy congratulations on winning congratulations on picking an absolute beauty of a crew to go down with I don't think you could have picked a better bunch of fellas to go down and and appreciate um, everything that that trip meant. So, congratulations to you. Um, I love watching, I love reading all the posts. (laughs) And what I loved was that. So anybody that's not from Ontario, um, we have like our, our Facebook groups in Ontario, like Ontario Waterfowlers and the whole bit. Like this was such a fucking big deal that the boys were down there. Like they were posting it on those community groups and everyone's everyone is just, and no one was throwing shade. Everybody was no. like, oh man, that's amazing. You guys are down there, good luck. And and everybody was cheering yeah. you on. And, and it was so good to see that, that there was a bunch of love Sent towards us for for that hunt and and just you know good on you so um last word to you guys and then i'll finish it up so um brian to you first buddy
3: well thanks for having us on i had fun and it was nice to tell the story and i guess it's kind of not done because trevor won a trip to uh, hunt with rich banning for this weekend and well
1: he didn't really have a choice. He had to take me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, I want a trip down with Rich Fanning. Oh, yeah. Who's going with you? Oh, some, some schmuck that I just <laughs> met off the street. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're heading out there tomorrow. So, that's awesome. Well, and Rich always puts on a good time and, and is very, very accommodating and, and looks after yeah. his guests. So, I know you're going to have a great time down with Rich and, uh, uh with Rich and his, Wife whose name is totally Brittany. Brittany, Jesus. I was yeah, thinking Brittany. Elise. I was for some reason I'm, I'm thinking Elise, but that's like her. That was like her maiden name. That's or her
2: middle name. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: her middle name. Christ. Yeah. So I was like, Oh Jesus Elise. Christ, Laurie knows her middle name. Yeah. Well, it's 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 on her Thank Facebook. But it's on her Facebook. Um, you know what, Brian, buddy? No, that's awesome, and and I appreciate you coming on, even though you came on with that shirt, Trev. <laughs>
0: No, thanks for having me on. It's it's always awesome to sit down with you guys and just, you know, shoot the shit right. Have a couple of beers and just have a good time. Um and yeah, thanks again to Brian, because that was a fucking solid move. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Inviting yeah. me to that trip. That was awesome.
2: Yeah. Honestly, I was so jealous that you guys won and had a great time. But at the same time, I also then got to have a great time with the Punisher Waterfowl camp this weekend and just a great time.
1: This episode does not tell you how much we buy into the idea of surround yourself with good people and good things will happen to you. Then I don't know what will. We are Punisher Waterfowl. We're not experts. We'll never pretend to be. We, just, we are just a group of friends that love talking duck hunting, waterfowl hunting, and surrounding ourselves with good people. Don't be douchebags to one another. Big love. Until next week.